away, followed by Einhorst and Magic of Sydney, Sweet Delight. There goes Always Aloof around the outside of the stable, mate. Marble Hall's on the rails, followed by Dad. Catalan opening is making ground, followed by Our Sumo, a length and a half further back, Magnet Bay. Bonsai Pipeline, followed by Ebony Grove going forward, followed by Markham. Sky Bow a long way back in the field, Count Shivers and Peep on the sliders last of all. This leader, Might and Power, making a merry bid for victory, coming up towards the home turn. Got away by length and a half, Always Aloof around the outside, Einhorst is in the picture. Day Rebay, followed by Magic of Sydney, Marble Hall's blocked away on the inside as they straighten up. Might and Power is the leader. He's well clear. Might and Power got away three or four lengths in advance of Always Aloof and Ebony Grove coming down the outside. Then Iron Horse and Marble Horse from a long bay back, but Might and Power well clear. 150 metres left to go. He's six lengths ahead. Marble Horse along the inside. Estadan in the clear. Doremus down the outside, finishing on strongly, but Might and Power has bolted in with a Caulfield Cup. He wins by eight lengths. Doremus second. Good go for third. Catalan opening will mark him. They're followed by Estadan. Further back, Marble Horse followed by Ebony Grove and back in behind the Magnet Bay and Sweet Delight. Peep on the sly, always aloof. Count Shivers, well back in the field. Sky Bow Iron Horse, our Sumo Deira Bay, Magic of Sydney, and Bonsai Pipeline has run last. Our winning the 1997 oh, Caulfield ooh. Cup. That's goosebump stuff there, Beaver. I love it. My favourite horse too, right. Dad. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah, that was. Um, you always got one that you just makes you fall in love with racing. I think. Yeah, uh, Might and Power was mine. Yeah, uh, loved loved Might and Power. I think so. You think was mine, but uh, there's always one that just sort of gets. Hey, what a day of racing to talk about this week, though. Yeah, it's exciting. Twenty races to talk about. Uh, Everest Day, fifteen million dollar Everest. Only four years in. I guess they've done a tremendous job with the marketing because uh, it's all all my mates talk about that don't really follow racing. I guess that week in week out, they're all up for Everest week. Um, so credit to uh, racing. New South Wales for me as a I guess the nostalgic in me still thinks uh, the Caulfield Cup's the big race tomorrow yeah me too so plenty to talk about we won't spend given we've got 20 races we won't spend too much time waffling very quick thought on Wednesday though anything you can take away from that yeah as I think I mentioned uh, before we come on there he Daggy uh, Anders was just Disappointing. Um, just plotted. I don't know if it was. I, I kind of wanted to think it was the inside, but some didn't seem to worry. Some other horses and just yeah, it was a bit flat. Um, I think. Uh, I think it was two great rides. So um, they didn't. If that had, as I said, you if that had happened in Sydney, they would have lined up and Jiggy jogged and Anders would have won. Yeah. And I thought it was very good that both jockeys decided they were going to take it on and. Um, both made him work and he just didn't hold up to the pressure, I suppose. No, he wasn't maybe not as good as um, what it, what everyone thinks he is. So we could see a repeat of that tomorrow. I think uh, nature strips in the same – I tend to think nature strips in the same basket where it needs a very soft early lead and yep. uh, whether it does get that tomorrow, well, I guess that's what we're going to analyse in about 20 minutes' time. But for now, um, we'll kick off at Randwick. Yep. Where the rail is in the true, good for the supposed to be rain tonight. Not too much tomorrow. Now the forecast was on more ominous than it is. There hasn't been any uh, overnight, more wind than rain. Uh, but uh, apart from that, I'm treating it as it's been playing pretty fair. It's been playing fast actually, but pretty fair. Uh, by the end of the day, I think you can make ground. You probably don't want to be too far away, but I think best horses can overcome any track issues tomorrow. Yep. But other than that, let's get stuck in. Uh, I'm guessing, given we've got so much to talk about, you didn't really have a look at the first two, or have you got any? No, nah, not interested in the first two at Randwick. Um, most of my punting will be done later in the day, sort yep. of mid mid half of the day uh, towards the end, I think. Dougie, um, I'll just give a shout out. Carol's got another horse, uh, Leviathan owner. Carol's got a horse running around the first Akihiro with Portelli Yard. So good luck there, Carol. Uh, Kathy Har in the first. 
But um, we'll, yeah, we've we've got enough to talk about without the uh, unraced two-year-olds in the highway. So let's get into the third race, the or star mile over the over the sixteen hundred meters. Who would have guessed after a star mile? Uh, you got any thoughts here in the third? Yeah, I thought this was a pretty tricky affair and a quite a difficult race to to line up. Um, again, not probably a race that I've got too much interest in in regards to having a having a bet. If I was forced to have a pick, I'd probably go for Purple Sector. I thought mm-hmm. his first up run wasn't too bad. Uh, Lure me in was good last start. Opacity I'm just willing to take on. Um, and looks like Elvis probably hasn't put its best foot forward yet this prep. So uh, really tough affair. Yeah, probably just watch this one go around. I um, I. Would have been keener and looked like Elvis, but uh, I'm not backing Jessica Taylor on an Everest day. Uh, there's a pretty pretty good philosophy that big jocks for big days, and it, st- it stands up all the time. Um, and Jessica Taylor's not one of them. Purple Sector was the best run to lead up, returned really well. That Batiga race, obviously Batiga came out last week and was ridden a little bit upside down, but was okay. It was, mm. was pass- more than passable. And I think that's the better lead up than... I don't want to do with the opacity race, which means you, you Matawi's opacity and um, uh, are all a pass from me. So I think around a six dollars fifty, I'm going to make uh, yeah number three and uh, race three number nine, purple sector, my first bet of the day. Uh, interesting, I think Tim. Uh, just thinking back from the mile, back from two thousand to a mile, he had a run well as well with um, Tim Clark leading yeah, this field up. But uh, purple sector there. For me, race for the listed Phillies race, the Reginald Allen, uh, which sees a f- couple coming out of, I guess, A grade and um, a long tail, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. What do you reckon? I think the top four in the market probably dominate the market here. So Forbidden Love, Joviality, Eliza Bill, and Only Mine, I think they stand out in front of the rest of the field and potentially not a lot between them. Um Probably just, for me, just a slight leaning towards Forbidden Love, Mm -hmm. uh, purely on the basis that I really liked its first up win. It's been solid in its last two runs. uh, Now finds itself stepping up into the 1400. Could get a a pretty good run in this and be hard to beat. But, yeah, certainly... If you got a liking for two, the two, four, and nine, I certainly wouldn't want to turn you off. Yeah, I was leaning the same. I'm with two and one in that order. I like Joviality out of that race. Um, probably didn't run a mile, I would say, but it was a very high pressure race. If if it's if it's held up, I think J uh, Mac going on to tick. Uh, the obvious is Forbidden Love through the same thing. Obviously, Wild Rural Form stood up last week. Yeah, it's good. They're the two obvious ones, and I'm scared of the four just because. Of all the trainers in Sydney, the ones that can bring the Phillies to town off, um, off sort of Hawkesbury and Bush form is John Sargent. He, he yeah. tends to have a a Derby chance around his or an Oaks chance, I should say, around this time. Uh, only mine probably had all favours last start, but did win well. But yeah, they're the clear four, um, and you've outlined that. So two two from one there for me. Yeah, good, good, and one for me. The one point three million dollar Kosciuszko. Uh, I guess it, 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 if you watch Sky Racing, it's enough hype, but um, I suppose it's a good initiative. Cool. All right. <laughs> I thought you were oh, no, finished. No, it was a question. No, it was, no, no. It was good. I'll ask about the race, but the uh, the, the uh, premise of the race itself, 
a million dollar bush race. Uh, oh, look, I think it's a fantastic uh, initiative to get um, some of these. Hor- I think you know the highway and uh, leading into this is a, is a great idea. Yeah, it gives some opportunity for some of the bush horses to come here. Um, it's incentive, and obviously some of those make it into city horses uh, moving forward and into yeah. group horses as well. And I think we might even have one here. There's a group horse here. It's uh, uh, no surprises here. I'm tipping the favourite. It's me. It is has been the only only chink is it hasn't been 1200 yet, but it won dominantly. So dominantly last start, and it's going to matter. Yep. Jay Collett's flying. Uh, it can sit where it wants. It probably gets a really nice blending run about five lengths off from here, uh, and we'll just swoop down the outside and win by a length. I think. Yep. Um, Anything to add? No, I think you've spot on there. I think it's drawn uh, to perfection. And on the basis that Collett gets it into the right spot, uh, yeah, it'd be winning pretty easy here. I think, you know, you, I think you're being fair with only a length. I think it'd be too good for this. Yeah. Uh, I want to just give uh, – I will forgive Newsreader the first up run given it uh, was re- – it should have led it to Caulfield. I thought it was ridden pretty poorly. Uh, not Newsreader. New The second favourite. Uh, no, no, front, front page, page same thing. Mate. Oh, is it out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, makes it all. Well, that makes job. it easier. It's what's it to me now? Dollars seventy. Two ten still. That's a price. Yeah, I might take this over actually. Um, I should check this. Won't start that. No way, no way. It's only just come out. Um, wow. This morning. Okay. A hours ago. Oh, this is a mile. If you're getting two ten tomorrow, it'll. I'll be betting this afternoon, everyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not going to – well, if the deductions aren't already out, you're not going to cop them. No, yeah. No, no, nothing's going to come out of this race tomorrow. Yep. So, uh, yeah, good bet at 210. Uh, I don't need to talk about anything else because um, that was the only other point I had. Perfect. The uh, Sydney Stakes over the 1,200 metres, a wait for age group three is the is race six, not starting the quaddy on a 10-race card. And um, while I update my notes here, uh, interesting race for the uh, uh, traditional Everest repercharge, I suppose, the, this, yes. the other Everest horses. Uh, the top of the market's Deprive and Standout. Is that where you've headed? Yeah, I have. I thought Deprive was really good first up mm. and uh, should, should strip fitter uh, for this. Um, yeah, if it can get anywhere back towards its... its uh, top form it'll be too good for these and by all accounts of the first run it was it was heading in that direction uh again it's a bit of a skinny field um so i think deprived just gets a run here and and wins uh yeah top pick for me too it's uh the lead out run obviously is the is the everest form uh it ran on well there standard i don't think it's really come up i know nash is nash is on it now but um and did start short. I did start $15 compared to Deprive, $26 in the lead-up. But uh, both its runs have been pretty ordinary, I thought. Yes. For a sprue course, and Deprive's going to have last shot. Rachel King's riding the blue colour as well. And um, the f- maybe the forgotten horse here, if it's still around $8, is Trumbull. Yeah. Uh, trialled nicely. It did miss the start in a trial, which it was doing last prep, only half a length, but probably can't. If it jumps, it, it almost wins this race. And I think... Uh, Around eight dollars is a fair price, but eleven. Oh, well, good. Yeah, um, that's backable. I think best result will be deprived, but uh, I'll be backing uh, Turnbull uh, Trumbull each way in this race. 
and there's a long tail. The rest of this is just yeah. form I can't get excited about. Uh, special rewards going no good. Yeah, tackle advantage got beat up by um, Villambi the other week. And Adelong's. Prime candidate every possible chance. Adelong's fallen off the perch. And Adelong's off the perch. So, yeah. Um, how easy is bunting, eh? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> We're about to find out because it is the uh, the main event in Sydney. The Everest, $15 million, 6.2 to the winner. Prize money all the way, uh, 750000 for running fifth. So a um, bit to play for here. Lots to talk about, a few different angles here. As I said at the start, Nature Strip probably needs an early, a quite early start to be a chance here, but does have the two odds on prices in the lead-ups. Start a favourite in both of them. Uh, it will be its grand final. Uh, do you want to have a first crack at this? Um, okay, why not? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Behemoth. Okay. Um, I followed him all preparation. I see no reason that Behemoth can't win this race. Um, look, it's drawn drawn well again. It's going to sit sit just off the pace. Look, I think it's it's going to it's just super hard to beat nine dollars. I just think that's outstanding value. I just can't believe gate two is the only thing I'm worried about. Really, the only thing because I don't want to get tucked away three back the fence. Uh, other than if it's drawn out. I, I don't know that it'll get back that far. Because um, uh, there's a fair few horses okay, here that go back. According to the Racing New South Wales, it's fourth offence. Uh, so, so, so what have they got? Nature's Nature Strip? Eduardo, and Dollar for Dollar, Gitra, Holtbury on her three Holtbury back. Holtbury on her. Yeah. Uh, but if Nash is proactive, it is the right person to be proactive, to push yeah. up and take a spot there. Uh, interestingly enough, Behemoth... I don't, I don't, yeah, okay. I don't necessarily agree with that. The thing is, with the... Um, Eduardo, I think, is an 1,100-metre horse. I think they might not be that keen to try and really bustle Nature Strip here and he might get a softer time than you think here. I'm not going to tip it because I don't think he's going that good, but it's its best chance or prep. Uh, interesting about Behemoth is they three of these came through last year's Goodwood in Adelaide, yeah. uh, which Trekking won, GTR ran second, uh, Santa and Lane ran fifth, and Behemoth ran fourth. Gitra started $3 in that race, trekking $10, Behemoth $13, Santa Ana $8. Um, so the SP, I guess the market that day thought Gitra was the best horse there. And it's probably the forgotten horse because it's had the one, oh, run, look, yeah, one run and um, been put away since. 100%. Um, certainly the the two that I like, Behemoth and Gitra, um, they'll, be the, they'll be the horses I'm looking to, to play on. Um, I've ruled Nature Strip out. I just haven't liked the first two runs, yep. and I just can't. I just can't sit turning the t- tables on Gitra, um, who's going to sit on its back again. Yeah, and I just don't over twelve hundred. I just can't see Nature Strip being able to hold it out. So I've I've actually been ballsy enough to put a line through Nature Strip. Um, Classic Legends going well. Classic's the one I started with because it's had the two best runs in the lead up. It was. Had no, it was given no chance first up and one. It was given no chance second up and just and and once the Bettini went past, the margin was flattering because he sort of put it away and he knew the grand final was tomorrow. Yeah, I think a softer run here, probably the obvious starting point. I agree with you with Behemoth. I'm not jumping off it yet, and you probably get you'll get double figures because the Sydney market doesn't tend to really respect interstaters all that well, no. so they tend to spit them out a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to throw up here, just so I can put the graphic up so it look good when it does win. Uh, Horbury on her was absolutely slaughtered last start. Cops three bumps, um, stuck wide, pushed on, did all the work in the world. It's going to sit third the fence here, 
and uh, with Abdullah on and is a great knockout shot. Um, you could probably keep talking. I'm not interested in the Dali horses, the Dolphin horses. I'm not interested no. in Santa Elaine anymore. Eduardo, like I said, I think is 1,100 metre horse. I thought Tafane was Tafane a knockout. knockout. Yeah, that's I thought Tafane was a knockout. It had the best run. Its win in the all-age stakes was tremendous. There was a high-pressure race behind yeah. Pierrata. When it beat Pierrata, I should say. Um, they flew that day. If this is uh, this can handle real pressure and will be... Yes. Uh, uh, and it's had the two runs where it wasn't knocked around. It didn't... I did. I didn't like its for its second up run, but then after you mentioned, I went back and watched it, and it was okay. The grand final was tomorrow, so they didn't it, want to do it. Did crazy. not get a shot at them at any no. stage, um, so. and then had to switch, switch, switch. And when it switched, it he just he just stoked it up a bit to yeah. the line. He didn't. He didn't. And Tommy Berry is actually the right rider. Yeah. I think about this for the twelve hundred meter round week. Yep. Uh, he'll take off at the right time. And I actually think the gate eleven suits to definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a race like this, because there'll be pace on. It'll yep. get. It'll be back towards the tail, but it'll be able to get to the outside. Yeah. Um, and probably track home a horse like Libertini or something like that. So, and f- we, we've got to ask Libertini. You're just saying it. Uh, the tables are turned out of that race, or you? Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. I think it just had some favours there first up, fresh. Um, yeah, not as convinced second up. I agree. So final summary, you're with Behemoth. Yeah, Behemoth um, is my on-topper, Jitra, um, closely followed. I think uh, th- those two will fight the finish out. Yep. And uh, obviously, Classic Legend and Tefane uh, are also yep. in the mix. Um, yeah, I'll... S- for the sake of numbers and giving, uh, which we don't really do, but for these big races, we might throw a multiple out here, here and there. But I will say, Classic Legend for me is the the starting point. As I said, from Behemoth, Holbury on her, and Jitra in the Everest eighth race of the day. Though we fall off a cliff straight after oh. that, though. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, I might be deep into the fridge by the time the eighth runs. <laughs> uh, 2,000 metre craving plate, wait for age, uh, very uninspiring affair, which sees, uh, and Avilis has been scratched for the Caulfield Cup, so Star is currently odds on, I couldn't touch that with your money, Beaver. No. Nah. So I am going to tip the quick backup horse, Quintessa, here, I thought she was pretty brave last week, now gets a race she gets control of, more or less, and uh, I think around the double figures, about $8.50, yeah. I'm uh, keen to yeah. back that each way, so Quintessa for me, and then... Um, Natoya and Think It Over, the two that just get run straight behind. Both of them can run a place at big odds. Yeah, it's, this is super tough. This is, yeah. you know, as you said, even money for Star of the Seas never, I don't think it's ever started over this no. distance. Um, so stepping up from 1600 to 2000. Uh, that's a big ask for a horse that's not yet convinced on. Uh, when it has run its best races, it's finished second. Uh, it looks to be racing a little bit weaker field here, but uh, it's doesn't matter. Doesn't it's sometimes hard to get keen about this. The problem is, it's just really hard to find something to beat. Oh, it. and I know, but we'll look. Um, we'll probably look dumb when it just sits there second and wins by three lengths. But how could I don't yes. want two dollars? I don't even mind to find that out. No, that's me either. Um, so you know, Varna girl. Mm, you know, first, there's two runs down here haven't been overly nah, inspiring. Need to go back to Queensland. Yeah, I think it might be a Queensland horse, but hey, you might prove us wrong tomorrow. You might be right with Quintessa. It might just get get the run. Josh Parr, tremendous on leaders. He's good yeah. to in Sydney on leaders as well. So, yeah, hard to find anything else. I just I just don't know. No, that's fine. I just don't know. Raise the bat. <laughs> Raise the bat. Shoulder arms, I should say. That's it. Duck, <laughs> um, duck under that one. And uh, so we get, we get uh, if we're not as th- enthused by that, we get to the St. Ledger, which is 
bit of a similar story. It's 2,600 metre race of the day. Uh, I will go with Pars of Glory here. I liked its run in a metrop. It uh, had no luck. Cathy uh, had no luck on that. By the time it, it had to come right across heels and get out, it did. Fly, it missed the front pack, but it flashed home nicely behind them. I think uh, Karenon's a tick, and I think now it's had the run over the 2,500. Uh, that form's better than She's Ideal, and I mean, not a bad idea goes around every Wednesday as well. So, um this is a weak race, actually, the more I think about yeah, it. it. Uh, Pars of Glory is one of the better bets today for me. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, the the analysis looks that way. Uh, Brimham Rocks is as old as you. Yep. Um, she's ideal. One last start, probably probably shouldn't have, um, but it did. And quick back up. Yeah, the only reason it won is because the jockey. Yeah, and Nash lifted it to four-way go, and it's and losing Akana, King. And, and Akana couldn't get a run. Yeah. Um, I, I think that Paths of Glory looks one of the better bets on the day as well, with yep. Attorney probably being the main danger. Uh, fresh enough, good run. It was a promising horse. Um, probably hasn't lived up to expectations, but who knows, one last start, maybe it's... Um, oh, it was a nice ride. It, 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 uh, it had to chase down a tearaway there and... Yeah. Um, quite well. I think that's the oh. yeah, second pick there as well. So. so I'd be, yeah, that'd be the one to watch. Excellent. And to wrap up the day, 1,400 metre, benchmark 78. Um, Gets harder. Does get harder. <laughs> so I just took out the pen and just went, uh, no, thank you. 14 of these can't win and two can, and that's Best Stone and Dancing Gidget, to, uh, two best lead-ups coming out of, uh, uh, and that said, you could argue Best Stone only won because of Nash, just he just took that race at Canterbury by the scruff of the neck, went bang across the lead and won. Um, he may do that here in a race oh, of non-chasers. I think, I think gate two, gate twelve, he just goes bang. He has to come you know, across, right across, bang and owns it. Exactly like he did last time. Only danger, and he's got drawn fifteen. So you know she's going back. Is Dancing Digit, who's out of the prime candidate race and had no luck before that has had a, at least a city has had two city wins before that uh, Nimalee's flying who she beat two starts back and um, they're clearly the best two horses in this race in my opinion and they're the only two I'm going, going to put in a quaddy what do you reckon Are you, I'll leave it to you leave it to me I'll All leave right. it to you mate no, that's fine just yeah I think I think um, you, you're probably on the money there I don't really have much else to add there was nothing that jumped out to me so again yeah um, I'll only have a bet in this if I'm being stupid. That's okay. Um, <laughs> good chance likely. of it. Yeah, that's right. You're allowed. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first. Uh, no, so, and you're lucky you've got a good influence around you like me. So that's, um, no, that's it. Uh, let's talk, get to my quaddie. So I'm in charge of the Sydney quaddie for Everest Day. Uh, in the Everest itself, I am going to go wide. One, three, so Nature Strip does go in the quaddie. One, three, five, six, ten, eleven, twelve. Two, seven, eight, and twelve. Two, three, seven. Uh, two, three, five, seven, and ten. Home with just the one and three. Fifty bucks gets you just under eighteen percent there. What's your best big day tomorrow, Beaver? What's your best and your value? My best bet of the day comes up in race six, number one, deprive, mm-hmm. and my value bet, no other than uh, Behemoth. Oh, very good. In the Everest, Been good $9. to us. Been Been good, good to, to our yes. spreadsheet. So I will make. Purple sector, my best at six fifty, and my value will be Contessa around a nine dollar mark in the Craven Plate. Uh, also, really keen. The more I think about it, Pars of Glory. Even yeah. just saying that out loud, um, I'm pretty keen that he's there to run well. Perfect. All right, we head down south to Caulfield Cup bikes. Day. 
down to the rail in the true three straight days of racing. So I've got a feeling, uh, and rain on the way, apparently it's supposed to be 10 mil tonight and some rain on the day tomorrow. If that does open up the track, they could be coming from anywhere. The yep. fresher, obviously the fresher part will be the inside, but it did race seven days ago, so I'm not really sure how much advantage that is. Could be outside fence if the rain really does come. Mm. So interesting, uh, but but credit to him, uh, Jason Kerr, I think it is, does a tremendous job. Like more often not that this track stands up to the carnival each and every year, as nice. does uh, I can only think of one Melbourne Cup day where it's been biased at Flemington too. So it's they do a tremendous job to yeah, get do. these carnivals up. Fantastic. Uh, so how do you approach it? Are you thinking rain? Are you treating it uh, fair for now? I'm going to treat it fair for now, but mm-hmm. probably um, look at some of those horses that can handle a little bit more softer going as well. Yeah. So we'll, a, a 10 race card, again, a couple of uninspiring affairs to start off. Where was your first bet though? Yeah, I was happy to skip the first. Um, didn't really take any fancy in the second. What about you? Uh, yeah, first the first. Yeah, I just I'd spent um, about twenty five minutes and gave up. Second, uh, I do want to pot the favourite in a second because it's starting now two dollars fifty in town off a Kynaton benchmark sixty four win. Like I can't get excited about that. The one in the race hole back at double figures, I think, is Anitra coming out of. Uh, it's started about. I started double figures coming out of the Poland race at Flemington, which I think has produced a couple of winners since. Um, embolism, beat home embolism. Yep. Uh, you're going to get one double on figures, which we won on Wednesday. Uh, and you're getting double figures, Michael Rod here in a in what I don't think is a very good race. So an each way play there on a Nitra race two, number four, probably my first real bet down in Sydney, uh, down in at Caulfield on Caulfield Cup Day. We get the equivalent for the boys in race three. Uh, 1,400 metres as well for the three-year-olds. Any any opinion? Yeah, I, I do like um, Asamu. Is mm-hmm. it Asamu? Yep. Yeah, the Sydney horse. I uh, think its form in Sydney is enough to win a race like this and the fact that they've taken it down there um, suggests to me that uh, Walla thinks the same. Two, two fourths, last two runs in pretty good fields. Uh Probably better races than this, and yeah, I certainly think this is a really big chance. Uh, you just have to back Sydney form any time it goes down. Look, right. even on Wednesday, I said the only scare, the only thing I was scared of was Saracen Knight was Waller pulling something out, and there was Yonkers, who we know pretty well in Sydney, yeah, doing the job on them. Um, so you've got to say Asamu is the obvious favourite based off that. Uh, I did like Endangers run at Mooney Valley though; it was a bit a bit um, unlucky. It was a weird, a weird run. It was flat for a long way, and then when it finally lengthened out, it ran straight up the backside of the two in front of it and probably should have won the race. Yeah. Uh, and I thought the horse you found at Ballarat, uh, Miratoa, was a nice debut as well. Yeah, I thought I was. Uh, but Asami is coming through, probably not A grade, but B grade in Sydney, and yep. um, that's good enough for this, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty – it's tricky because those other horses haven't had a lot of starts. Yeah. Um, but again, as you touched on, last start – Wild rule uh, was in a race, uh, finished fourth to Wild Ruler last two starts, yeah, um, and only three less than less than two lengths. Yeah. Uh, Wild Ruler would be fairly short pr- price favourite in a race like this. I would have thought. Yes, yes, it would be. So yeah, that that's purely the reason I went for um, it in a race like this. Cool. The uh, Caulfield Classic is race four of 2,000 metres for the boys. Another derby lead up here. Uh, some of these getting out to the staying trip for the first time. In fact, most of them 
either coming out of the 1800 metre lead up at Flemington or um, from the mile. Where are you going here? Oh, too hard again. <laughs> this, this was really, really – I found this really, really difficult purely because um, – a lot of horses that haven't had many starts um, and they are stepping out in distance. Uh, come up with two horses that I thought were the hardest two to beat. Uh, Redwood Shadow mm-hmm. um, at around the $8 mark. I thought its its second up win was pretty good. Um, hit the line quite well. Was, was forced a bit wide on the turn but hit the line really hard. One going away from him. So I think that's a really good horse on the way up. And I'm willing to forgive Let's Crack a Deal's last start. Uh, the f- two starts before that were very good and think that it's also... Um, uh, it was a silly price. It's, I just say it's out to $4, which is better, but it was $2.50 or something. They put it up and I just couldn't couldn't believe it. Like yeah. I know I had no luck, but it was... You, you can't say it might have finished close to the other two. Yes. Um which I'm going to go with that form, though. Um, the two that beat at home, I think, are good. Both each-way prices and each-way bets here. Uh, Chet's way was very impressive. And uh, Tour of Duty is still 16 bucks, and um, ran on well behind it. Uh, Mike Moroni knows what he's doing with the young stayers, so they're probably the two there. Um, any rain, I suppose, you look towards the NZ prefixes, uh, suffixes, sorry. My English teachers will be unhappy with me there. Um, and I like Redwood Shadows. Um, yeah, I, I tipped it at Ballarat when it won well, and um, I agree with what you said. So the, my top pick is uh, number 11, Terry Judy, around the $12 mark from Chet Swayo there. Good, good. And we've got the girls up next on the same same course and distance. The Barrier Boys have a good day tomorrow. They don't have to move the barriers three times. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Um, well, you've got that's good seat in the tractor there. Uh, interesting race, though. Uh I'll, I'll kick this one off and I'll tip Pensado. I thought it was a nice win. Uh, controlled the pace, uh, ran away from him. It was a pretty nice turn of foot at the end of 800 metres. 2,000 suits. I love gate one more so. I know I usually bag gate one, but these three-odd fillies out to a distance. Inside gates are gold. Um, you need to go back to set square when she won the Oaks and those sort of horses. Gate one is invaluable there, and I think around a $6 mark. Silhouette's been over over bet because of the sort of inside, ducking up the inside in the Thermosphere race, but um, Pensado was very nice. Uh, and uh, out of the same race, Star Reading and uh, Salto Angel, both 20s, so they're, they're uh, overpriced as well. But for me, Pensado top pick for Willie Pike, who's found his feet in there now. I've gone the same way, hey. Good. Good. I thought I thought exactly the same. I thought it might get control here, um, yep. and run them along, and hopefully can produce the same kick in the straight as it did last time. I think I think it'll certainly be in it for a long way, and then sort of the other three or four horses have been racing against each other as well. Yeah. So it's hard to line up those form. I did think the other main danger was silhouette. Yeah. Uh, I thought it might just get the sit behind him and a um, bit unsure as to, you know, it didn't have a lot of luck last time but along the fence. But, yeah, I certainly think it's probably got a bit of improvement and therefore I've made it the main danger. Cool. Um, so we're all we're all Godolphin in the... Uh, yep, gone the Godolphin there. the mate. girls. Race six, the Alinghi gets a bit better now. Yeah, More does. confidence now. Um, the Alinghi stakes for the listed race for the fillies and mares. Uh, are you with the favourite here? I am. Yeah. I really like Fatusi in this. Um, look, it just wins. I think unless it 
absolutely hammers down. Yeah. This is a moral. Yeah. yeah. I like I Craig Weems on the horse. I like uh, the draw. I think there's nothing here to beat by California Zimble, who um, Fatus is a better horse. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and I suppose you've you got to mention Pinion because it won last night. So, but, it's won the last night. Um, do you need to say much more? No, I really like Fatus. Yeah. Perfect. Let's uh, not confuse anyone with that one. 1,000 metres might be a nice quick one to preview here as well, the Caulfield Sprint for Group 2 over the 1,000. You going to say the same thing about the favourite? I am. a bit nervous? No, I am. I think I think 210s is, is a bit skinny. Mm. Um, there's some couple of good horses here. Uh, Fabergino yeah. um, is a very good horse. Maybe it's a straight horse, but look, I, I'm willing to put a line through the run at – Mooney Valley, I think I yes. said to you, Mooney Valley was never going to suit Fabergino. Yep. It's not. Started favourite that race too. Yeah, it was never going to be a track that suited Fabergino. It's a big, it's a big um, galloping. Just got lost, horse. like wrong leg, just got everything. Lost, yeah. Just and then spat out the back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Fabergino for me is certainly at five dollars. Is it, it frightens me, and Garner is a horse that I have back to fair amount of times. I thought his first up run fifth was good. Uh, very disappointed when they took it to South Australia. I thought that was well, pretty piss weak to be honest. Um, yeah. Didn't like it and therefore that's just yeah probably meant that I've put a line through it here. Um, but It's yeah. interesting that it's um, three wins over a thousand. It just doesn't seem like a thousand metre horse. It's, no. It looks quite long and lanky sort of thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's got a good finish on yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, so again, it might make a fool of me, but uh, certainly Alpha Oro looks to be the horse to beat. It's going to probably get its own way here. Oh, Jungle Edge will probably lead. Well, you know, wait to, if it's heavy, wait till the money comes to Jungle Edge. Or, yeah. I, I think Alpha will still beat it, but will. Uh, they, will, they will smash Jungle Edge. Yeah, that's right. Time. And, you know, all of these horses, Fabergino's got to give Alpha Aura four kilos. Uh, so for me, Alpha Aura is, yep. is a pretty good bet. Yeah, I, I agree. Race eight is the Moonga Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Uh, group three for the four-year-old plus horses. And um, I'm going to go with the backup horse here, Windstorm. Uh, beat Buffalo River two starts back, uh, who obviously came out and ran quite well in the Rupert Clark the other week, and uh, the Turek, whichever one it was. And um, then beat Facetos, who we know quite well through the Sydney form lines. In short, I think the horse is flying. Uh, I like the quick backup. I like that Willie Pike's found his legs in in Melbourne, as we've said. And um, really, is the only horse with any sort of in any sort of form right now in this race, um, barring potentially Wild Planet down from Sydney. What about you, Beaver? Yeah, I think you're spot on there, mate. I think Windstorm um, is flying at the moment. Again, it'll get a pretty good run it's drawn so it won't get caught up on the fence uh, it'll be able to produce its run down the middle of the track uh, it's got the 58 kilos but it's it's all sort of the, the the bigger weights here and i think you're right wild planet is potentially the horse the knockout horse in this race but windstorm looks to be very hard to beat for me mm-hmm. yeah set weights it's only a kilo over the minimum so no problems with that uh- the Group 1 Caulfield Cup, which over the 2,400 metres for $5 million this time, is the feature of the day down in Caulfield. Do you want to have the honours first? Mate, you can. Okay. Um, lucky me. I am going to tip the top weight. Uh, Anthony Van Dyke 
is a serious horse. It is, uh, it's the only Epsom Derby winner to come out to Australia. Beat Stradivarius last start, who is um, widely considered the best day in the world. Uh, started $6.50 before that against Gayath, who's the highest rated horse in the world. Um, second breed is Cup Turf, which is a serious race, and is essentially rated the 24th horse, best horse in the world, this horse. Um, Coolmore, um, are very confident. Uh, they weren't too worried about the barrier draw. Uh, I maybe was a little bit, uh, but he is probably good enough to be like uh, Murder Glass last year and the Japanese horse a few years back and just be better than these. Uh, this is a quality horse, and this has already been – I was just looking on Betfair now. It's $8 at the moment. The market spattered out. I think uh, you're going to get a good each-way price here, and if it runs to its best, it will brain this field. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty confident. keen. I'm, I'm confident. You are. I was, I was excited last night doing the form here. The only, well, the only danger for me is uh, a bad ride, firstly, or uh, very if it gets to heavy, very elegant, is a serious wet track horse, yeah. like a, a world-class wet tracker. Um, they're the only two, apart from that, the two out of the behind very elegant are the two roughies, Toffee Tongue and Finch is flying. Uh, but, yeah, top weight's a good horse. Um, so I am going to look down the camera and say number one will win. What about you? Man, you made me very very nervous with your confidence there. Uh, Gate 21, first start in Australia. Um, It's always interesting with the internationals. They do have a really, really good uh, record in these in this race, yeah, um, they seem to jump out I of the ground. I think I've backed the, every winner of the last ten years, bar Boom Time, and what eight of them were internationals because yeah. they just went they're better than us. So yeah, it wasn't hard to do. So for that reason, it's got to be super hard to beat, right? But mm. twenty one, gate twenty one, just made me very nervous. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that was that was certainly and carrying fifty eight and a half kilos first start here, um, just. Just, I just don't know. I'm just not sure um, at this point in time. Obviously, if it, as you say, if it runs its very best, mm. it probably wins a race like this. Um, given that, I've gone for very elegant um, on the basis that you know maybe there is a little bit of rain around. Yeah. I thought last start was very good. Um, two out of the three runs here have been pretty good, and look, I think really liked. The step up in distance will even benefit even further. Um, it's drawn well enough, I think, in 11. I don't see, um, you know, it is racing against most of the horses that beat last time. I think it was going as well as all those on the line. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, better, yeah. Uh, at that particular point in time. I think it's a very good horse. I think, again, it, it gets three and a half kilos from the other horse. Whether that's enough, I don't know. I have gone for very elegant. Uh, Master of Wine was better last start. I thought it, it's, um, it's been set obviously for this race. That's, that's the other one in that it's one goal in life for probably the last eighteen months has been this race. Yeah, and the Hawks do it as good as anyone. Yeah, in the grand so, finals. So I thought that was a really, really. Um, Really impressive run last start and makes it a, a really strong chance. Uh, Toffee Tongue was good, and I and I thought Warning was very good mm. um, last start as well. Uh, whether Warning's being more set for the Melbourne Cup, uh, don't know. Potentially, potentially. Uh, um, I, I assume they're all going to run in both. Uh, any thoughts on the other internationals? Did you really deep dive or you? Um, I th- I thought Buckhurst was 
form was okay. Yeah. Uh, certainly, certainly not without a chance. Uh, Prince of Aaron, I, I couldn't get excited about. We've seen that enough. We've uh, seen that enough. And, and it's, the ones down the bottom aren't as good as... And I think... Um, Dash Willoughby is okay. The, the Buckhurst and Dash Willoughby are okay, whatever that means, comparing them to the Australian horses. Um, but not... No Japanese this year, no no French and or any of those sort of raiders. So. Yeah, like I... The last three runs for Prince of Aaron haven't been. Uh, no, no, no. They just haven't been good enough for. A it's race not like the. This. Um, it's not the recipe. Either. You want the lightly raced four-year-olds more than the. I know they run well. We obviously Red Cadeau and those sort of horses come back at American. They run yeah. well the second time round, but they're never the. They need to be striking while the iron's hot here. Yep. Um, when they're a bit younger, I think. Um, and just horses down in the weight, you just can't. Oh, down in the market, I just can't get excited by any of those. No, no. Um, it's actually not that deep a race. It's not a very deep race, which probably helps. Because uh, if, if you even just... Uh, Van, Van Dyke. Um, you can go through and go, Villis is not going good. Valen Declare is not with us. Mustard G hasn't been with us. Mirage Dancer did come out of winning. The, Mirage Dancer probably goes in my quaddy. The rest... Um, Chosen One, Raheen House, Ocean X. Yep. Uh, you can't get really no, excited the rest about those. Chapada, I just don't see up to this level. Mirage Dancer was a good enough run last start. Yeah, no, that's it. No, it, it can was, run a place. It, it will go on my Cordiers, will master a wine. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hard to hard to line up, but uh, there we go. No, excellent. Um, sure, it's always a good spectacle, the Caulfield Cup, um, one of my favourite races. So looking forward to that. Uh, before we finish up with the Tristark Stakes over the 1,400 metres, a uh, clash of uh, some of the usual suspects here. How are you going to finish off the day? I'm going to go for Pikey in the last perfect yep. duel. Um, thought it was run last start. wasn't too bad. It uh, dropped back in distance, hit the line hard. Uh, was was certainly certainly looking for this uh, more ground. I think perfect duel presents as a reasonably good bet in this in what I think a couple of horses are a bit skinny in the market. You know, Madame Rouge at $6, if it couldn't win last start. No, it's dead. It's dead to me. Anyway. I should yeah, that, that, had, that had every possible chance. Yeah. Um, I just don't see why it's $6. Uh, Felicia, it'll, it'll run so an there's, honest race. There's less pace here than last start, which is a tick for Felicia. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I... Yeah, I'm with you. Reason's been okay. Travelled well enough. Uh, probably the top three in the market probably stand out here. Yep, uh, I'm with Perfect Jewel as well. Uh, any rain is a tick as well. Loves the wet. Uh, very good behind Mystic Journey. Bit unlucky, but um, ran on well here behind um, Sierra Sue. But uh, I'm just thinking this by this stage of the day, it's going to be they're going to be right across the track fanning and the, and the wet track will come home and I think that's why I'm going to finish Dave Perfect Jewel clearly from Felicia awesome alright yeah as we said big days of racing uh, oh do you want to do your best first or do you want to do your interstate first I'll do your best I'm a quaddy oh and do that yeah that was what I meant go your quaddy first leg two and six gone a little bit skinny there for you mate in the who have you thrown in? Profit Sun. Oh no, wrong race. Fabagino. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Alpha Aura. Mm-hmm. In the second leg, I've gone one, four, seven, and nine. Mm-hmm. In the third leg, I have gone one, seven, nine, eleven. 13 and 17. Very good. And to finish the day, I've gone 
134. Perfect. Um, I didn't write any of that down, so I hope you know a percentage there. Yeah, about that. Yeah, cool. All right, we're on time. We're on on form here. Uh, I'm going to make yeah, it's about that, uh, which is which is could be a nice result. Uh, you get a split in there for on one of those, and generally big pools. Uh, my best days can be windstorm. Uh, quite keen. I've actually tipped Pikey for three here, which is uh, to back up his four last week. And my values Pensado race five number six. What about yourself? Uh, funnily enough, my value is exactly the same, Pensato, uh, race five, number six, and my best bet of the day is Alpha Oro. Fantastic. Uh, you had a look up in Queensland for tomorrow? I did. I had two for us, mate. Perfect. Well, Just a couple of sneaky ones. I'll tell you what they are right now. Oh. And they are, I'll tell you in a second. Right. Why are you doing that? Uh, over in Adelaide. Race four, number six, quietly discreet, around two dollars fifty a win. Race five, number one, a difference, around two dollars twenty-five a win as well. Short and sweet. What about you? Yeah, I had race five, number ten, explosive quality, and my other one was wherever clearance sale is, and I can't find what race it's in now. Or has it been scratched? Clearance sale at Doomben, if it's yeah. still in, is the one you're after. Ah, race two. Race two, number two. Perfect. Race two, number two. Excellent. So check out Pro Group Racing. Uh, plenty of news going on there. A few tips and tricks up there at the moment about the Melbourne Cup. And uh, our show's there twice a week, every week. Melbourne Cup week, there might even be three of them. Uh, so follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes to get your audio or video needs, as well as leave us some feedback through our Facebook page and, of course, the Pro Group Racing Facebook page. Uh, plenty of exciting stuff happening there in the future. Good luck this weekend, guys. Good luck, Beaver. Tremendous weekend ahead. Tremendous weekend ahead, mate. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yep. So where are you uh, spending the day? Uh, we might do the deck. I've got the kiddies. Can do the oh, deck. perfect. Sounds Hop over. I'll be over. Uh, I'll let the gump know. Yeah, rip in. We'll do that. We'll tee that up. Sounds good. You can bring lunch. All right. So, uh, Catch everyone next Wednesday when we look back on this. Uh, Good punning, guys.